since you're waiting, Second Chronicles 14, 1 through 7. It's coming a new way today. Second Chronicles is the book right after First Chronicles. <laughs> Second Chronicles, the 14th chapter, 1 through 7. Second Chronicles, 14 chapter, 1 through 7. Lord, help me preach your word today. Amen. Second Chronicles, 14 chapter, first through the second, first through the seventh verse. Second Chronicles, Old Testament. Amen. 14 chapter. One through seven. Are you there? If you're there, say amen. amen. If you're not there, say wait just a minute. All right. We're waiting. We want you to see this word today. Amen. Most of my sermon is in the reading of the scripture today. But we got to hit the scripture. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can go off on chitlins and sweet potatoes and cornbread. Oh, chitlins, cornbread. Are you there? All right. Stand for the reading of the word. So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa, his son, reigned in his stead. It said Asa was about 10 to 12 years old when he took this position from, uh, uh, stepped into this position after his father died. In his days, the land was quiet 10 years. Was quiet 10 years. Was quiet. 10 years, Dick Jackson. Peace for 10 years. I, I take a month. <laughs> for 10 years. The first 10 years of his kingship, the land was at peace. Okay, let me move on. And Asa did that which was good. Somebody say good. And right, somebody say right, in the eyes of the Lord, of Lord his God. For he took away the altars of the strange God and the high places and break down the images and cut down the groves and commanded Judah, he was the king of Judah, to seek the Lord God. I command you, Barnabas, to seek the Lord of their fathers and to do the law and the commandments. Also, he took away out of all the cities of Judah, the high places and, and the images and, and the kingdom was quiet before him. And he built fences, Sith. he built fence cities in Judah for the land had rest. Somebody say rest. And he had no wars in those years because the Lord had given him rest. 
Anybody needs some rest. Therefore, he said unto Judah, let us build these cities and make about them walls and towers, gates and bars, while the land is yet before us, because we have sought it, the Lord our God. We have sought it him, and he has given us rest on every side. Somebody say every side. Every so they built and what? They built and what? Thank God for the reading and hearing of his holy word. They built and prospered. I know everybody can use some prosperity. Amen. Thank God for the reading of his holy word. Second uh, Chronicles. Second Chronicles 14 chapter 1 through the 7th verse. Uh, let me put your mind to this. When you seek Jesus in peace, he will be with you in wartime. When you see Jesus in peace, when ain't nothing going on, he will be with you when your world turns upside down. Oh, God, somebody should have shouted. Because everybody is looking for a resolution to something. But see, in our world today, you know what the average person does. When things are going pretty good, when things are going well, seemingly you got some money left over from your bills, you ain't getting no hassle from your boss, everything is pleasant, folks normally take a vacation from the Lord. But don't let something pop up. You can't beat them to the church. That's the wrong time. Because you can't wish it properly on a strain. Somebody ought to need to say something. See him while he yet can be found. Am I right? Call upon him when? When he's near or close by. He's near right now. If things are going good in your life, if, if things are going well with you right now, that's when you really need to see the Lord. Not when war time, when you're in war, when you're in f frustration. You, you, you can't, you, folks who do that are looking for a band-aid so they can miss next Sunday. Lord, I'm here today. Heal me. Do this, do that. Next Sunday, where's sister so-and-so? Where's brother so-and-so? Well, they got a band-aid. You won't see them no more till the, something else happened. In our scripture today, we're talking about a king, Asa. His father died. His father had how many wives? Mm, too many. You can find all that in the 13th chapter. Amen. 
You, you can find all of it. I, 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 I'm just looking for it right now. His father had 500,000 chosen men. That was Abijah, okay? Abijah had to fight constantly. He, he, he was fighting, he was in turmoil. And the Bible said when they got a king that sought the Lord, they prospered. But, but right after that, they got a wicked king in there and all of the land was in an uproar because leadership wasn't right. When leadership ain't right, you're going to have a war. Every time. But the Bible opens up and says, Asa followed his father in kingship. And the Bible said the first 10 years, it was peace. In other words, God will always give you a window to get things right. If you don't take advantage of that window, it's up to God. But you can control your destiny if you seek him while you have peace. Am I right about it? See, you wouldn't have to call on him so long if you had sought him in peace. Uh-oh, now I'm meddling. Yeah, I'm, I'm meddling. I'm up in your driveway. I know it. Amen? Lord, Lord, pray for me. Pray. When you was up and doing well, where were you? At the house. Doing what you wanted to do. On your own agenda because you thought you held the welfare of your life in your hands. You don't forgot about God. But don't let a brick fall. Lord, come see about me. If I were the Lord, I would, I would, I would just look at you. I done bless you, provided for you, protected you, and you're going to take a vacation on me just because you got a few dollars left after bills, just because you don't have any pain in your body, Go on and suffer. God wouldn't do that, but Pastor would. I say he's working on me. I ain't say I was a finished product. I say he's working on me. But just think about God. The Bible said God is a jealous God, so I know he reacts when we don't react right. Oh, somebody ought to get that. When we don't, I, what am I preaching about? I said, when you seek the Lord in peace or in rest, he will be with you in wartime. It might be somebody in here right now that's going through a war, fighting Satan on every hand, trying to fight your friends, trying to get your friends voice out of your head. Child, let's do it. Child, what, why? What, what you doing? What, I'm tired. I, I, all these voices. The Bible said, my children know my voice. So when God wake you up on Sunday morning, his voice is to I want some worship. God wants some worship. And he wants true praise. Am I right? Well, let's look at this a little deeper. Can I go deeper? When you 
have peace and a real desire to please God, he will send you rest. I don't have to make up nothing that sounds real fancy and glorious. I'm just telling you just like it is. When you do right by God, he does doubly right by you. Don't let this stuff on this side get in your head and drive you crazy. Don't get in, oh, okay, I done made it. You ain't made nothing but a bill. I say you haven't made anything but a bill. I say you haven't made anything but a bill. Don't let this stuff drive you crazy. Seek the Lord. Now, is everything, let me, let me just ask, I'll do a survey here. Is it anybody in the house, uh, life is pretty peaceful today? I said today. You, you see how I many hands went up, right? We all need rest of some sort. Ain't nobody made it. Ain't nobody ready to grace through the pearly gates as they say. Nobody is ready. If I ask you if the Lord come in the next second, would you? Well, no, Lord, I wait. Can you wait? Let me go back and can, can you? I, I need to go back and bury, let the dead, bury the dead. I, I need to go and ply my fields at night. It, see, if you know the word, you, you would be saying amen. Uh, wait a minute, Lord. Do we have any, wait a minute, Christians in here? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Amen. But we got to graduate from that. The more God blesses us, the humble we, we should be. The, that, that's worthy of saying again, Sister Garner. That's, the more God blesses us, the humble we should be. That's how it goes. And if you follow that advice, he'll bless you more. He'll bless you so much that you can't even stand it. He'll bless you so much that you have to give stuff away. He'll bless you so much that it don't even seem real to you. Am I right? So Asa, Asa, while he had while he had rest, he went to work. What did he do? He removed some barriers. That was keep, what is your barrier? What's keeping you from just surrendering to the Lord? What, what's keeping you from being totally dedicated? What, 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 what? Did you stay out too late last night? So, drag yourself on in. If it had been Sunday night, you drag yourself to the job. Drag yourself to the church. A lot of us know what Jack Daniels smell like already. Don't be ashamed. Just drag yourself right on in here. And if somebody asks you, say, the Lord is working on me. I'm getting better. At least I'm here. I'm, somebody say, I'm getting better. And as long as you are reaching towards God, he'll reach towards you. 
And I don't care. You are yours. It's the same premise. Asa removed. See, what had happened under his daddy's reign, his daddy had let a lot of stuff come into Judah, uh, to Jerusalem, that wasn't right it wasn't pleasing to God. They had all kind of altars. They, they worshiped everything. They, they, Asa had to go to work. See, when, when God gives you a window, you need to do all you can to get closer to him. You need to tie down some of that stuff that's high in your mind and bring it down. Oh, I'm preaching so hard, y'all. When you do that, you need to take, stop going to that or stop talking to that one or stop doing that one and rebuking thoughts that come in your head. You need to start removing barriers that keep you from surrendering to God. Otherwise, you're just wasting time. This is not a band-aid. This is not a clinic. This is a hospital. Full service. If you need surgery, it's here. If you need patching up, it's here. If you need deliverance, it's here. Trust God. And work while you have peace. While you have rest. See, on the battlefield, the soldiers, the soldiers, the soldiers, the soldiers. I, I, I was, uh, I don't know if that's fortunate, but uh, I, I, I had four brothers who served in the armed forces, four of them. One made a career, 28 years in the army. He retired as a command sergeant major. That's big news. He was over seven to 8,000 troops. And he retired very successfully. And he told me, he shared a lot of stuff with me when he was in Vietnam and he got the Purple Heart, the Civil Star, he got all of that. Until he died, he had ammo in his body that was so close to viral organs, they had to just leave it there. Because it would take too much to go get it. The day he died, bullets were still in his body. And he told me about some things. I said, uh, I said, uh, uh, David, look, don't, don't tell, don't, you, you, my mind, my mind. I have a vivid imagination. I can put words into visions. And I didn't want to hear it no more. And he told me some stuff that he had to endure in the trenches of Vietnam. And boy, chills was going up and down my spine. And one thing I did learn is when you have, when the ceasefire, everybody know about ceasefire, right? You might be going through a ceasefire and you, you have, might been fighting demons all week, but now you got a ceasefire. This is Sunday morning. You got a ceasefire, right? You got peace, right? Even if you left the war zone at your house, this is peace time. When you come into the presence of the Lord, this is peace time. Somebody shout, peace. peace. You shouldn't be thinking about what happened yesterday, the day before, day after church, tomorrow. Somebody say, peace time. Peace. When there was a no fire, that's when the soldiers dug trench holes. Trench holes. And the purpose of the trench hole was to, when the bullets start flying again, to get down in it. 
for protection. Am I right about it? While the bullets was flying, you, you might get picked off trying to dig a trench hole. You dig a trench hole when the bullets stop firing. They call it cease fire. If you don't go to work and build up your spiritual relationship with God, while the bullets are not flying, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble. A lot of folks say, oh, God done already blessed me, so I, Lord, I'll see you later. No, no. You liable then. You liable. It's just like buying a car and you miss two car notes. You liable. They're going to come get your stuff. God give it and God take it away. When you miss your praise account, when you miss your worship account, when you miss your devotion account, God give it and God will take it away. Some folks don't believe that because they continue their behavior over and over and over as though the Lord is going to make an exception on your behalf. Some of you don't tithe. But because you can't see it. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. I didn't see it until I started doing it. But now you can't keep me from doing it. No. So dig your foxhole while it cease fire. While you got a somebody... It's a moment. God always gives you a moment to exhale. Oh, he gives you a moment. He gave Asa 10 years to survey the damage, pull down the altars, build up the gates, put bars on the window. Am I right about it? It's right there in the scripture. What all he did, and he commanded he didn't ask them. I command you, Barnabas, to seek the Lord. Yeah. Ain't no use of coming out here trying to sing, trying to shout, trying to do everything, and you haven't sought the Lord. Yeah. Need some word in you. You need some word in you. Some word. W O R D. Word. And then when trouble comes, you can just kick back and say, Lord, it's in your hands. That's what you can do when you have sought the Lord in peace. But see, here's the thing about it. Some of us don't think war is coming. Some of you think that it's going to be peace always. But when you read on down in that scripture, You'll see, and I'll get there. War was on its way. Yeah. Baby, every time you get a break, look again, because here come drama. Somebody going to face some drama today. But what should you do? Say, okay, Lord, it's in your hand. With joy, with expectation, with anticipation. Lord, it's in your hand. I've done all I can do. I, I raised my hands up to it. God, fix it. 
and quicker than right now and sooner than it wants, God will fix it. He fixes it before you realize it fixed. While you calling on him, he's working. He's moving cosmos. He's moving situations. He's moving stuff. He's building up stuff in your life. And you don't even know it yet. You're still sitting up there hurting. But God is working on your healing. He's not an after while God. He's not a maybe God. He was a right now, God, yes, he is. Somebody say right now. Somebody say immediate. Somebody say suddenly. Somebody say straightway. All those means right now. So says the Bible. I ain't making this up. So he removed the barriers, didn't he? He removed them. Because he didn't need nothing messing up his peace. Do you need anything messing up your peace? No. Do you need anything messing up your peace? No. So he did what was right, and he did what was good. Baby, when you go about trying to please the Lord God, it, God is just walking with you. And when you start walking into a barrier, God goes before you and just open it up. As Peter, when he was in jail, he was in the innermost part, and the angel walked through all of them and said, get up and put on your shoes. It's traveling time. And while they were walking, as they were coming up on the gate, the gates just swung open. He didn't even have to touch him. The gate was just opening up. Wasn't nobody had a key or nothing. The gates were just opening up. They didn't even know Peter was out of prison. He knocked on the door. Rhoda said, it's Peter. No, that ain't Peter. We, we just started praying. Jesus is quicker than right now, sooner than at one. While before they ended the prayer, Peter was at the door knocking. Your deliverance is at the door knocking. Will you open up the door? I said if you seek him while you have peace, he'll be right beside your side when the bullets start flying. I, I, I need a God like that because I never know what the next moment will bring. But if my relationship is fervent, is agile, is liquid in the Lord, it doesn't make any difference what happened. God is with me. I don't have to try to call on him and pray a whole, Lord, have mercy. Sometimes that's all the time you have, Lord, have mercy. You know me, your child. You know, you know I, I, God, thank you for not letting this happen to me often. Thank, thank you, God. But now that it's happened, God, you know what I need. You know, and God, I'm going to thank you before I even realize you done showed up. So thank you in advance. Thank you in advance. Thank you in advance. I'm still hurting, but thank you in advance. I'm still troubled, but thank you in advance because I know 
you are on your way. I know I've tried you. I know you did it for my friend, my sister, my wife, my children. I know you are on your way. So I'm not imagining you on what I feel. I'm imagining you because of my faith. Because I know you are on time, God. Yes, he Is anybody hearing me? After he removed the barriers, he removed them in three, uh, in verse three. He took away the altars of the strange God. Strange God, strange. Some folks has got some strange stuff going on in their head. Strange ideas, strange behavior. Every time you want to stick your chest out, inhale. And say, okay, Lord, thank you for not letting me go there. I, I'm starting to feel myself a little bit, Lord. I press myself down on your altar right now because I know that's not pleasing in your sight. You didn't bless me to stick my chest out. You blessed me so I could be more humble. So he removed the strange God the high places. He break down the images. Some of us have images in our mind that the world has created over this part of time that we've been on this earth. That there are images and he cut down the groves. In other words, he cut down everything, the groves, high stuff. He cut down them so you could see better. Can anybody see better? Since you've been a regular worshiper, you can see stuff coming from afar off yeah, yeah. and not getting ambushed. You can anticipate certain things by the conversations that you hear. You just walk by and hear something. No, I don't want to participate in that. That's strange. When folks start fighting against each other, that's strange. When you start getting into it with your spouse or significant other, that's strange. Asa tore down the strange gods. Am I right about it? I, I, you know, I need to throw you a laugh in so you can, you can reset and reboot. My neighbor just, just uh, yesterday, man, my wife had a good laugh. But my neighbors are, uh, needed to move their trailer. Her son just sold his house and he had, they, it sold quicker than he thought. So he had his trailer in the driveway and he had stuff still in the house. The house sold, boom. And you know how it is when you get your house. You're ready to move in and set up shop. This was their first home. You know you're excited. What, is it anybody was excited? So he was excited, but he needed, he had already strained his, his mother's truck and it was limping to the point that it wouldn't pull the trailer. So his mother said, Mr. Well, don't you have a truck? I said, yes. I said, yes, I have one. I said, I don't pull anything with it. 
I don't haul other folks' stuff in my truck. So yes, I got a trailer, but no, you can't use it to pull no trailer. I didn't care it was this little. Well, I didn't lie. I was honest. And I told my wife and she just fell out. You just got to know my neighbor, you know. She, but I, I, again, you just can't do what you want to with minds. God gave me that. And I ain't lending it out. Now, if you need to go to the store, I'm on it. If you need to go pick up something for your house, I'm on it. But I ain't on pulling no trailer. I said the Lord is still working on me. So don't, don't judge me. Don't, don't, don't judge me. Pastor, that wasn't right. It was right for me. Amen. Seek the Lord in the fourth. He said he took away the altars, the high places, broke down the images, and commanded Judah to seek the Lord of their father and to do the law and the commandments. In other words, they seek the Lord. Is there anybody seeking the Lord? How do you seek him? You don't seek him by this. You seek him through his word. And if you're not in his word, you're going to be a man or a woman most miserable. Misery. Because you're going to start wishing. You're going to start wishing instead of praying. You're going to start wishing instead of praying. You'll start wishing rather than praying. Wishing won't break down no altars. Wishing won't cut down any groves. Wishing, wishing won't do nothing. But I dare you to pray. I dare you to believe what you're praying. And I dare you to worship the one you're praying to. Something will start moving. And before you know it, you leaping and jumping and you praising God. Well, what happened? I start seeking the Lord. Instead of, do you remember the woman that had an issue of blood? I said, do you remember that woman that had an issue of blood for how many years? Twelve long years. And she spent all she had. All of her money, all of her influence, wouldn't nobody loan or nothing call. In 12 years, they done heard about your woes. Said, no, baby, you can't buy, your credit ain't good here. And we done gave you all the free services we have to offer. So, and you know how folks talk. They probably put it on their Facebook and their Twitter that this woman was sick and going around begging. Don't expect to get your money back because she's broke. And she's still hemorrhaging. But it was a break in the conversation. 
But this woman sought it, the Lord in a fashion that she believed that if she just touched something that was connected to Jesus, she would be made whole. Well, Barnabas is connected to Jesus, just in case you didn't know. I've been Barnabas' leader for going on 26 years. And ain't no way we could have done what we have did, uh, did what we have done if God hadn't have been on our side. First, you connect with something that's connected to Jesus. She touched the hymn because she had some spirituality in him. She had a, a hemorrhaging problem. She knew she, she wasn't supposed to touch anybody. She wasn't even supposed to be outside. But she fought through the crowd and just touched his hem. Will you connect with something that's connected to the Lord? Because if not, you're going to still be bleeding. Not only did he seek the Lord, 6 and 7 says he built up. He tore down and built up. He tore down and built up. That, that seemed like restoration. He tore down and built up. He took away all the stuff that wasn't pleasing, and he built up the stuff that was pleasing. He took away the stuff that wasn't pleasing. He's not pleasing with you skipping Sunday school and Bible studies. I don't care how you feel about it. He's not pleased with that. Because there ain't no way to know him without knowing his word. It's no way. You can hope, wish, you can have good thoughts. Look, it ain't happening, Captain. It just ain't happening. The preacher told, said this morning, he said, if we can get some of these coward preachers from behind the pulpit, our people would be better off. What did he mean by coward? Preachers that won't tell the truth. They are preaching for popularity. They are preaching for folks to continue to pay their tithes. I, personally, I don't care if you pay your tithes or not. God will take care of that. I'm not living on your tithes. But God will get you. And he knows how to get you. He give it. And what? He take it away. I'm a living witness. Because there was a time in my life I was riding high. Oh, I was riding high. Back in the early 80s, I was at six figures. The early 80s. God gave it. God took it away. I survived. Why did I survive? It wasn't because of my goodness. I realized the path I was going and I did a 180 degree turn. Not a 360 because that's turning all the way around. A 180 degree turn is going the opposite way. God restored everything. I didn't lose anything but he restored everything that 
had the potential of being lost. So I said, this ain't the way. I, I need to come on down off this high place and, 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 and fall at the feet of Jesus. And when I fell at the feet of Jesus, Jesus turned everything around. 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 I dare you to get serious in your worshiping. When rest comes, take advantage of it. Because war is coming. As I hear it to a close here, I know you're anxious to know what's happened. Asa had about 300,000 men. Yeah, he had about 300,000. And out of Benjamin, he had some allies. They buried shields and they drew bows. 200 and four scores, really 200, four scores is 80, 280 of them was mighty men of valor. So add 300,000 to 280,000 and see what you have. Just a little bit. He was going against an army of one million men Plus, a thousand thousand is one million. And I just got a handful of folks, and here come a army. Um, how does that apply to me? Some of your desires seem impossible. I want you to hear this. Some of them seem so far away, there's no way for you to ascertain them. Some of them you have given up on. Because you figured ain't nothing you can do. And that's the only clear thought you had. It ain't nothing you can do. Am I right about it? But I dare you to start using your peace time to get closer to the Lord. Things will change. But your hoping and your wishing ain't going to change nothing. Some folks been hoping and wishing for 30, 40, 50 years. Ain't nothing changed. Not one iota. And it ain't going to change until you get, get right with God. I know you don't like this, but ain't no coward preacher. Ain't no coward preacher. I'm glad the Lord gave me success in my careers and investments. So I won't be muzzled by nobody threatening to not pay their tithes. I'm going to just choke the preacher out. You won't choke this one out. I got to tell you the truth. Do you know my, your blood is on my hand? I get up to God and say, how come you didn't tell them the truth? As a result, half of your membership is going to hell because you wouldn't tell them the truth. In other words, you go on down there and join those that went to hell. I'm sending you with them. No way, Jose. Now, after this kind of preaching, if you decide to go on to hell, go to hell. I should have. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sis. Because that was worth a clap. 
My job is to tell you the truth. I, I don't worry about your feelings. I'm not one to get all caught up in emotions, no way. I believe in truth. The truth will make you, not set you, will make you free. You can be locked up in jail. Ask Peter and Paul and Silas. They had peace in jail. That's what it means. I'm still going through bankruptcy, some might say, but I got peace that the Lord going to work it out. I'm still in jail, but I'm depending on the Lord to release me. Because the truth will make you free. It's not contingent on where you are. God's word will make you free. Anybody believe that? They got 300, let those 300,000 men, they going against a million. And if you read on down there, God gave them the victory. Why? Why? Because they sought him in times of peace. In other words, they were ready for the battle. Are you getting ready for the battle? Amen. And, and Barnabas, let me, let, me hear, let, me, let me let you in on something. I, I'm going to see it until you get sick and tired of it. Quit trying to make friends with your children. Love them. But your children is not your friend or your partner. Love them. And tell them the truth. That's the only thing going to help them. Uh, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Hurt them. See, my feelings were back here, and Mama heard it many times. And that's made me the man I am today. The truth. Somebody said, the truth will make you free. I don't worry about what folks say about me. I don't worry about what you think about me, but the truth. The truth will make you back up off of me. I said the truth. The truth will cause your tongue to be cleaved to the roof of your mouth. Somebody said the truth. The truth will cause you to respect me. Somebody say the truth. I'm not worried about losing friends. I'm not worried about gaining them. But my concern is having a fervent relationship with God. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm concerned. I'm not worried about it. I'm just concerned. I'm attentive to Are you attentive? Amen. I say, are you attentive Amen. to making the Lord your master? Amen. So, so, so he went down there. Not only did he win the war, he went down there and killed their leader and took all of their gold and silver and carried it back to Jerusalem. Won't God make your enemy your footstool? Yes, he will. Won't he work on your behalf? Yes, he will. Won't he protect you? Yes, he Won't he sustain you? Yes, Won't he deliver you? Yes. And you take all of those spoils and you take them back home. Yes. That's what the devil thought he was going to take from me. But God said, no, I'm taking it back home. You might have stole it for a little time like they stole the Ark of the Covenant. When they start... 
devaluing what that means. Everybody that came in close proximity or touched the ark died. They called, they called, they say, y'all come get this thing. It's killing our folks. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Come get it. Come get it. You don't want to come in contact with Minister John because God is with him. He'll protect him. That's what should be all our testimony. Let me tell you something. You shouldn't be messing with me because I'm deeper than me. I got somebody that's got my back. And unless you develop a holy boldness in your stance with God, it ain't gonna mean nothing to you. Quit letting folks talk you out of stuff. Quit letting yourself talk you out of stuff. Build it up in the time of peace. Tear it down in the time of peace. Get all the distractions out of the way so God will deliver you. He's not gonna deliver you in your mess, but he will deliver you from your mess. Somebody need to say something. I'm so glad that God came the other day and checked on me because I had made a mess. And you had to. He had to deliver us from our mess. From our mess. From our mess. Not in your mess, but from your mess. From your past. From your behavior. The things that you've done that you are regretful of, he'll deliver you from that. He'll take the shame out of that. Am I right about it? He'll take it as though it never happened to you. Somebody need to give God some praise. He'll take it, won't he? If somebody in here that's been delivered need to testify with me, God will deliver. Is there anybody, anybody glad that they met the Lord? Glad that the Lord met you? Glad that you got in the Lord? Glad that God got into you? If there's anybody, you need to stand up and give God some glory. Give God some praise. Give God some honor because he's worthy. Why is he worthy? He saved us all. And he's worthy of the praise. Not only that, when we sin, not if, but when. You ain't ready to go nowhere yet. You gonna sin. Am I right about it? You not white as snow as you think you are. There are some dark spots that are still in our lives. God, take away the spots. Take away the wrinkles. Take it away. At this point in my life, it sure should be in your life. You ain't got time to be playing games. You don't have time to be halfway doing anything. Am I right about it? Somebody said just the other day, for God I live and for God I'll die. Am I right about it? I've learned to trust him in the peaceful time. I've learned to trust him in wartime. I've learned to just trust him 
to just trust him, to just trust him, to just trust him. Is there anybody trusting the Lord? Is there anybody stretching out on the Lord? Is there any, any, anybody believing in the Lord? Ain't he all right? Uh, ain't the Lord all right? I'm glad. I said I'm glad that Jesus came to this earth. I'm glad that he taught us how to worship him. He taught us how to pray for him. He taught us how to treat one another. I said I'm glad that he took away the barrier. He brought down the groves. He, he removed the high places. I said, I'm glad that he came down through 42 generations. I'm glad that he walked the streets of Judea. I'm glad. I said, I'm glad that they let him hang him on a cruel and rugged cross. And he died. Didn't the Lord die? I said he died. Didn't he die? He died and they buried him in a barry grave. But early, somebody shout early, early. I said early. I said bright and early. Early this morning, I opened my eyes to a new day. I said early this morning, I shaved myself and clothed myself early. I came out to the house of God and I'm glad that the Lord kept him on my mind. I said, I'm glad. I'm so glad to see him. Early Sunday morning, he got up with power. He gave that power to us. Are you using your power? Or have you put your power on a shelf? Or is it in the back window of your car? Is it coal and dust? I said, I'm glad that early this morning, Jesus put himself on my mind. Early! He's coming back again. Am I right about it? Carry us home to the Father. Ain't God all right? Will you help me praise him this morning? Ain't God all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? Yeah, I know he's all right. I know he's all right. My worshiping, my praying, my praising is not in vain is not in vain is not in vain because the God I serve he's able and he able church he's able I said so you won't forget if you seek the Lord in peaceful time he'll be with you in the time of war in the time of confusion 
in the time of restlessness. Am I right or not? He'll be with you in sleepless nights. He'll be with you. I said he'll be with you. He'll be with you. He'll be with you. No matter what come or may. No matter what people may say. God is with you. Yea, though I walk through the shadows of death, I will fear no evil because God is with me. He's my co-pilot. He's my sustainer. He's my provider. He's my savior. He's my brother. He's my father. Ain't he all right? Give him some praise. Give him some praise. I said, give him some praise. Because he's worthy. Ah, he's worthy. 